Welcome to a New Testament journey. We'll have our Bible reading followed by our devotional. Revelation chapter 2 To the angel of the church in Ephesus write, These are the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand and walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know your deeds, your hard work, and your perseverance. I know that you cannot tolerate wicked people, that you have tested those who claim to be apostles but are not, and have found them false. You have persevered and have endured hardships for my name, and I have not grown weary. Yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken the love you had at first. Consider how far you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. But you have this in your favor. You hate the practices of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. To the angel of the church in Smyrna write, These are the words of him who is the first and the last, who died and came to life again. I know your afflictions and your poverty, yet you are rich. I know about the slander of those who say they are Jews and are not, but are a synagogue of Satan. Do not be afraid of what you are about to suffer. I tell you, the devil will put some of you in prison to test you, and you will suffer persecution for ten days. Be faithful, even to the point of death, and I will give you life as your victor's crown. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The one who is victorious will not be hurt at all by the second death. To the angel of the church in Pergamum write, These are the words of him who has the sharp, double-edged sword. I know where you live, where Satan has his throne, yet you remain true to my name. You did not renounce your faith in me, not even in the days of Antipas, my faithful witness, who was put to death in your city where Satan lives. Nevertheless, I have a few things against you. There are some among you who hold to the teachings of Balaam, who taught Balak to entice the Israelites to sin so that they ate food sacrificed to idols and committed sexual immorality. Likewise, you also have those who hold to the teaching of the Nicolaitans. Repent, therefore, Otherwise I will soon come to you and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who is victorious I will give some of the hidden manna. I will also give that person a white stone with a new name written on it, known only to the one who receives. To the angel of the church in Thyatira write, These are the words of the Son of God, whose eyes are like blazing fire and whose feet are like burnished bronze. I know your deeds, your love and faith, your service and perseverance, and that you are now doing more than you did at first. Nevertheless, I have this against you. You tolerate that woman Jezebel who calls herself a prophet. By her teaching, she misleads my servants into sexual immorality and the eating of food sacrificed to idols. I have given her time to repent of her immorality, but she is unwilling." So I will cast her on a bed of suffering, and I will make those who commit adultery with her suffer intensely, unless they repent of her ways. I will strike her children dead. Then all the churches will know that I am he who searches hearts and minds, and I will repay each of you according to your deeds. Now I say to the rest of you in Thyatira, to you who do not hold to her teaching and have not learned Satan's so-called deep secrets, I will not impose any other burden on you. 
except to hold on to what you have until I come. To the one who is victorious and does my will to the end, I will give authority over the nations. That one will rule with them with an iron scepter and will dash them to pieces like pottery. Just as I have received authority from my father, I will also give that one the morning star. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. This ferocious force in the heavens, this unstoppable, time-bending warrior has eyes blazing like fire. He uses them to search every heart and mind. He is searching your heart right now. He uses his double-edged sword to prise open every hidden thing that lives inside of you. This is true whether you choose to engage with it or not, whether you choose to think about it or not. God is searching your heart. And after he searched it, he speaks. His voice may be audible. It may be mediated through an apostle like John, who's written it in the scriptures, or his voice may be a conviction within that conforms to his word. But he will speak because the God of the heavens wants his earth back and he's going to get it. His pattern of speaking is nearly always the same. Firstly, hear me, give attention to me. Secondly, you're doing well. Thirdly, but there's something that's not right. Repent from it. And fourthly, have hope. I will win this earth. And when I win, I want you to share in the sweet and satisfying spoils. We see this format in each of the letters to the churches. And if we have ears to hear, we will recognise it in our lives. God invites us to lean towards him. He takes the initiative in winning us back. He wants us to start by listening. If you're anything like me, that takes a moment to act upon. Actively listening to God is not something I naturally do. But if we do it, we will find him lavishing us with such bewildering encouragement that we start to think he's got the wrong guy. And then, when we're safe in his arms, he begins to win every part of our beings. Like pulling grass seeds out of a dog's ear, God comforts us with his love as he works to pull our sins from our tangled souls. Our repentance is our yes to him. With his forgiveness and his process of healing, he continues to win every part of us. And after the repentance comes a further invitation to intimacy, a second request to be still. And he closes the conversation with an even greater promise, a sweeter kind of word, a yet more brilliant hope. The best is yet to come. And what he's doing in us, he will do in all the world. Every fibre of creation will be won by God. The mighty warrior will win and heal and restore all things. Here's a question for reflection. Do you recognise the four aspects of how God speaks to the churches? To say, hear me, you're doing well, there's something that's not right, and have hope. Which of these are you hearing right now? Could you open your ears to hear the other three? We pray God's word bears fruit in your life. For all the information about the New Testament journey, 
head to www.anewtestamentjourney.net.